0: A heart to serve, a heart to serve, we're in the world, with a heart to serve. Welcome to a heart to serve podcast and this channel is all about health, information and solutions. I don't know how many of you are aware out there, but there is an epidemic that is vastly surpassing cancer cancer. HIV AIDS and a host of other issues that we face on a regular. It is time that we begin to make lifestyle changes not to be caught up in the wake of this epidemic storm and the only way that is going to happen is that we begin to make some serious lifestyle changes in the right direction. Doctors and the science community is constantly changing their mind about what works. It used to be Milk is good until now we are discovering that it is an inflammatory food that carries a host of issues for the drinker. RGBH growth hormones can very well be contributing to our obesity. Then we are told you don't need to be in the sun. It will give you skin cancer. Yet once upon a time, our ancestors stayed every waking hour in the sun without having heat strokes and so forth. So what gives? Is it really climate control are we being conditioned for failure? Stress is the leading killer. Now we have more mental disorders than we have ever had, so much so that it can now be used as an acceptable insurance approved disease. If people aren't jumping out of windows to their death, they are going into schools killing people, committing first homicide, then suicide. Yet no one thought the video games or music they were listening to had any influence on their actions. If you survive the craziness of our world and live long enough to retire after slaving on a job for over 50 years, then you get to retire with your full pension, which will go to fix the house you slave 30 years to buy, only to end up with a disease like Alzheimer's that will cause you to require 24-hour care in a nursing home. Then Medicare, not your posterity, will own the home and the check that you worked 50 years to acquire. Sad thing is, folks, this fact is unfortunately not fiction. And if we are not as wise as a serpent yet harmless as a dove, we will find ourselves victims in this war that has been waged on humanity. Everything I share is about health, physical, spiritual, and emotional, and that is able to encourage our souls and arm us with the knowledge that would be necessary not to become a casualty of this war that is being waged. Everything I share is also about information because in all thy getting, you have to have an understanding. This is an impossibility without knowledge and you need to know the will of the Lord for your life so that you don't get caught up in the will of Hasatan for your death. I research and find information that you won't just find anywhere and I bring it to you so that you won't find yourself a casualty of this war. I'm not just concerned with letting you know what is going wrong and the problems that are so pervasive in our world because all that can lead to is depression without solutions. Which is why the last thing you will find, but certainly is not least, are the solutions that I propose for building healthier lives for us all and ways that we can stay out of the snare that is lurking to trap us into danger. Listen, folks. I know it is hard to swallow, hard to believe, but this podcast is primarily about finding solutions for Alzheimer's. Make no mistake, your requirement of care is going to be greater than those who just have, you know, issues with physical, physical ailments that they require assistance with. And unfortunately for many, it can bankrupt you just to get care, and with the growing epidemic that is being um, that is being revealed, it's going to be even fewer people who are going to be able to qualify for Medicaid in order to get even subpar care for their loved one. So please understand me when I say. That we have to be proactive. We have to begin making different lifestyle choices. If you are prone to a reckless lifestyle. You cannot afford to have that. Because there's not a guarantee. That you're going to die young. From whatever drug you're taking. Or whatever cigarette you're smoking. Or whatever drink you're drinking. Listen folks. There are people dying. For doing far less. So I'm encouraging you. That you join me in this journey one of the things that I'm gonna constantly be doing and I'm needing your help if you can't financially support there are so many other ways that you can use your time your talent and or your Treasury in order to support this effort and I'm not talking about an effort that's just for finding research if I mean I don't know about you, but I'm a little tired of a lot of these organizations that are doing all sorts of fundraisers and they're taking your money and they're finding cures or not, excuse me, not cures, but they're finding treatments for your illness. And then after taking your money on the front end from the research, they're taking your money on the back end. If you can afford it for their treatments for your disease and in the end you're, you're not better off for it, you're worse for it I mean the effects of chemotherapy is worse than the disease itself So all I'm saying to you and so it's the strategy For dealing with it is different and the containment and the requirement of care is greater than that of cancer cancer patients can Can take their chemo and still be moving. They can still be functioning in society. They can still go home. They're not necessarily required, depending on what stage they are at, to be in a hospital and require care on a 24 hour hospital. Um, type basis however those who are dealing with issues of Alzheimer's have to have constant care they have to have constant supervision and that comes at a premium cost and if we don't find a way to reduce that cost those of us who are most vulnerable to this disease which I've already told you are African American women so I'm telling you if no other segment of society is listening to me now is hearing me now You need to be honing in on this. And African-American men, you better believe you're not far behind us. About probably, I would say, the only reason why we're more susceptible than you are is because our life expectancy is greater. And since Alzheimer's and dementia are diseases that affects the aged, it's a clear dynamic and very easy to understand why it would be disproportionately us out of the African-American pool who are more susceptible to the disease than the men are. So, and, and for men, oh my goodness, please believe me when I say this is even more of an issue for you because you're going to enter into a world that is primarily estrogen driven. Meaning it is mostly nur- most nurses in any facility you go to are going to be women. You might find physical therapists, you might find occupational therapists are men but by and large it is almost predominantly women and for that reason I want to educate and encourage our men in another area to begin looking at changing or going into this field of nursing nursing is not just for women Women are not the only ones who get sick, folks. You have a lot of men who get sick. And we could use a lot of strong men in this industry because you have a lot of situations that occur, especially with those who have Alzheimer's and dementia, that really could use the hand of a man. Not to mention the comfort that you can bring to men who are facing this disease. Because not only are their caretakers, primarily women, But because in most cases, men can't even afford the type of care that they need. Um, So or they don't have the backing of family that's to support them just because of the dynamics of our culture and the fact that we again, we have a lot of single parent households, which means you're raising children who are only going to be holding to their (laughs) mothers who have been Responsible for them. So what I'm saying is it's a good time to begin looking into that field. It's a good time to begin considering going into a different field of study if you are a man and and if you are looking at at, at making a career change, I encourage you greatly to look into this area of nursing because. It is a highly saturated um, occupation by women. Uh, So with that being stated, again, this podcast is all about education. It's all about health. It's all about information and it is all about solutions. And I want you to join me in this journey because I will be sharing surveys that I need you to take. When I'm talking about time commitment, not necessarily if you don't have your talent that you can commit to me, your time is a great start. I need everybody who comes to this website because I need to know what is out there, what people know about Alzheimer's. I need you to fill out the survey and I'll be adding more surveys in different areas, so that once we get up, once we get informed on what people know about the survey, that's number one in being a part of this effort. With me, is filling out the survey. Once we know what's out there, what people know, then we are actually at a position to where we can bargain with organizations. I can partner with groups that are already on the edge of looking for. Um, looking for cures and treatments and options and and I don't want to partner with them on every level because listen folks I I really believe that if we're going to find some viable solutions that's going to benefit all of society not just one segment of society it's going to have to take place on a community level so I'm not looking to get funding and I'm not looking to become a part of of um, a specific organization, I'm looking for us to do something privately. I'm looking for solutions that would be done within the community on a business standpoint, not on a governmental standpoint, because, and I will share with you the reason why I'm saying this, but listen to me. All I'm saying is if we're going to find viable solutions for this it is going to be necessary for us to be hands-on about it and so i want you to take the survey this will help you also to know where you are in understanding this disease how much you know how much you need to know it will help you figure out whether or not you need to be listening to every single podcast popping it in your radio as you go into work coming back um it's going to help you out a lot. If you know someone you love who's suffering with this disease, it's going to help you figure out what I need to do next. You know, what? what's the next course of action? I will share with you what we have gone through. My um, family and I have gone through in the last two or three years just in Um, dealing with not just facilities, but just like I said, the financial aspect of it, the collateral damage that occurs when you are forced into having to make decisions for somebody you had to make no decisions for before. And listen to me, don't think that the only one who's impacted are elders with this disease. Everyone connected to them is impacted with their time with their talent and with their treasury and so listen the more you arm yourself with what i am sharing with you the better prepared you will be if this happens because i know what it's like to be blindsided by this disease and i'm telling you it is not fun it's no picnic i'm not even going to get into the whole irs debacle but listen you need to be a part of this podcast and I'm not even talking about even if you're just America because Alzheimer's is taking it's taking on in every nation. This is a worldwide problem. But I am primarily starting where home is. And home is America. The United States of America to be exact. And I know if it works in the melting pot of the United States of America, it can work anywhere. But it has to work from Community. A community standpoint it's going to take everybody hands-in hands-on effort it's not gonna be a pass the buck it's not gonna be just this person or this company or just this entity has to be responsible for the care no we're all gonna to have to be responsible for the care um, we have seen the damage of just putting our children in the hands of an agency of a of a system of an institution and what has been the downfall of that you have so many children who are not getting the same quality education that we even once had and I'm not even of the group that had the highest benefit of a, of a, of a high quality education but they're not even getting what we had so when I say that what is going on in institutions as it relates to people with dementia or dementia-related diseases like AD, it makes what's happening in our school system look like it's a utopia. I mean, we cannot afford to just keep living our lives as if this is not something we're going to have to deal with. So there needs to be a whole new system of thinking, a whole new way of Handling a whole new way of dealing with this disease and I'm looking for all hands on deck. Whatever you know about Alzheimer's. If you, if you know a lot, if you have talent that you can add to this equation, I am looking for you. I'm needing you to be a part of what I'm doing. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to do everything myself. I'm just trying to be the stoker in this process the one who's letting the fire be put in so that people know hey, we need to address this. But I'm not trying to be the one who's trying to take over anything. I'm looking for those who have gifts, who have information, who have gone through I mean, I'm not even at the end stage of the process. I'm in the middle stage of the process of dealing with a loved one who's going through this. So, I know there are people who've been through years of having to care for someone with a disease, who've had to deal with, you know, watching them die, having to deal with caretakers, having to deal with experimental drugs and testings and trials, and having to deal with all sorts of things that we have not had to deal with. So, I'm looking for your input. I'm looking for lawyers who can explain and I can have interviews with on my podcast who will be able to share the um, difference in the Alzheimer's, AD diagnosis as it relates to health care and caretaking. Now, I plan on doing my own research as well, but listen, I'm talking about really arming us with knowledge about this disease and things we can do to safeguard our future. Because remember, people are living longer. Like I said, if you not die from a natural catastrophe or some, you know, random shooting. um, And if you are able to escape the other autoimmune diseases like um, cancer. um, You know, some people die from diabetes, from kidney disease and all these other things. If you're able to escape that. Please believe me that as you age, you you have now just added to your list the potential of AD. So that being stated, out of all the other diseases, if you are not diagnosed, if you are still young, you are in the area of people who can make a decision right now that can safeguard your future. I wanna share the misconceptions of what long-term care insurance will cover and how we need to also revamp that. Listen, folks, I am on the cutting edge of finding some solutions that's going to help our future to give us solutions. That won't make you want to say once you find out you got AD, if you end up with AD, that you, you your solution is I'm going to do Kevorkian. I'm going to, I'm going to ask for someone to assist me in suicide. Because if you look at the options, if you look at the burden of um, care that's required of those who love someone with that disease, it is a tempting uh, declaration. And so I don't want that to be the case. But the only way that's not going to be the case is that we're going to have to do something radically revolutionary even in terms of how we look at and how we handle this disease because there is an agenda that is set out and it's not going to be for your benefit and the only way you can safeguard your family and yourself is that there are viable solutions that will be able to um, that will be able to sustain you Um, and I'm not all about just solutions for those who have Alzheimer's, I'm all about prevention so we need to know what we can do, is there anything we can do, not just from a medical, give you a magic pill, potion but from a practical is there things I can do in my lifestyle that can alter my statistical possibility for getting in this trap and there are things that you can do i'm so glad to say there are things you can do and despite what a lot of people believe it's a whole lot less expensive to stay well than to get this disease i mean we can look at what it costs the cost of care the cost of medication um, all these different things that are a cost in addition to you having to eat and still having to eat healthy versus just eating healthy, exercising, getting to sleep. I mean, these are practical things that we can do. And the only one that really has to be expensive out of the four things that are, are needed to um Reduce your chance of getting the symptoms of Alzheimer's or AD. Only one of the four actually has a cost to it. <laughs> so, I mean, exercise, yeah, if you want to get a membership, you want if you feel you have to have a trainer in order to do what's best for you, then, yeah, that can be a cost. But reducing stress, it's all on you. You ain't got to go nowhere to reduce stress. Just do it. Um... Mm-hmm. And I know it's easier said than done, especially if you're African American in the U in America. But it's not impossible um, to do. It does require making some lifestyle changes. It does require that you apply some principles of wisdom in, in the things that you take on, and 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 it does require saying no to some things and saying no to some people. You have to know your boundaries. But seriously. Um, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be expensive and sleep now all four of them can cost you something depending on just how unhealthy you are I mean there are people who have to take sleeping pills to go to sleep Um, there are people who have to go to a doctor to reduce stress they have to go to some kind of psychologist psychiatrist or whatever they may have to take a prescription Um, there are some people who they're not going to be committed to exercising it's just not going to happen they can't make that commitment there's always going to be some reason why they cannot do it why they can't fit it into their schedule i get it but the most expensive of the four are going to is going to be eating healthy and even that will change and i tell people this constantly even before i had to deal with this issue is companies produce what you eat in other words, every time you make a purchase, you make a vote. And if you think about what you buy in terms of food, it's still no different than when in the 60s we boycotted buses. People listen. The fastest way to get change in this nation is to withhold the dollar bill from companies that are producing inferior products. Stop buying cars that are made inferior, that are made to be, that are made with inferior parts. I assure you, there's either going to be a change in that company's policy, or they're going out of business. Either way, humanity has received a benefit. Um, Same thing with food. If we start buying. Only organic and non-GMO products, they will stop producing things that are not organic if non-GMO products. And the more that we start buying it, yes, on the front end, I was buying GM, non-GMO and organic products when they were the highest things on the market now you can find products that are almost comparable by only a, maybe a 20 cents difference in the cost so trust me it may be a little bit of a stretch at first but it is well worth it because we don't know what this food is doing to our bodies I mean yeah part of it is our life expectancy has increased because of advances in science and medicine and 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 how you can um how people can be healed through traumatic situations but another aspect of it is people back then didn't have alzheimer's because they weren't eating the junk we're eating they had real food not some chemically substantially equivalent concoction that was made in a laboratory. It was produced from the ground. So I'm not, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised at all if some of the things that we're dealing with is a result of the food that we have as options. And all I'm saying is if we want our options to get better, we want the cost of our options to go down, we have to be a part of making choices. In terms of food that are going to change the atmosphere I mean think about this McDonald's and all these fast food restaurants they serve nothing but junk from the from their conception nothing but when I say junk I'm saying nothing but meat and potatoes okay and if they weren't serving meat and potatoes they were serving sweets your shakes your, your pies, things like that, but nothing that was really beneficial for your health. It was fast food. Now you can go in there, you can go into Chick-fil-A, you can go into McDonald's, you can go into Burger King, and you can actually find some healthy options. I mean, people who didn't have time to go to the grocery store and pick up a banana can find a banana in some of these places. You can find fruit cups. I mean... Why do you think that they're adding these things to the menu? You think that suddenly they care about your health? Think again, my friends. Suddenly they're realizing that people will pay for not just convenient food, but healthy options. We have more people who are, and you can can attribute a lot of that to the vegan community. Not that I'm saying that you have to be vegan to be healthy. But listen to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is because you have some people who've made the sacrifice of saying, hey, we're not eating this stuff. We're not eating the subpar food. We're not eating this meat that we don't know what that meat had eaten. Um, we're not eating this meat because for whatever reason. Some are not eating meat because they just believe this inhumane. But regardless of what their purpose is the benefit of them doing that is now there's a market that fast food is seen for healthy choices that we all benefit from because sometimes you get tired of giving your, your your child a burger sometimes you want to give them a salad and so now you have places like Wendy's that are coming up with different types of salads because there's a market now for people who want to eat healthier now you seeing where calories are being added next to everything that you purchase because now there are people who are who care enough to counter and know that if they're going to be healthy they have to know what their choices are going to mean for them when they consume it so your vote you vote with your dollar the bible says it this way where your treasure is there will your heart be also You have to understand that money does answer all things. There are some things that you can stop coming down the pipeline, some changes that can be made in our society by us standing in agreement through our our information, our understanding, our knowledge, because you're not going to make no change if you don't even know that there's a problem. We can find solutions that can change our society and our atmosphere by being informed with information that makes us, that causes us to make different choices in what we purchase and how we live. And so, I'm welcoming you on this journey. Oh, this this podcast is going to be something to listen to. I'm telling you. And so, I encourage you to stay abreast, to stay apart, and to listen up because it's going to be an eye opener and so I thank you for listening to this welcome to my new podcast I hope that I have been able to challenge you as well as to encourage you to be a part of this journey for me and I really pray that we can make some changes in our world that will change our understanding of tomorrow so that if we should live before we wake, we will have some options that are a lot easier for us to go to bed at night knowing that our loved ones are being properly cared for and knowing that we are reducing the likelihood of us falling into the same trap, but being able to sleep at ease knowing that if we do, that there is a quality option. For our continued care that is available. And we have to be a part of that solution. Thank you for listening. And I hope and pray you have a beautiful and blessed life. Shalom. If you like what you hear. And would like to be a part of the Cooperative Community Care Village team. Then please sign up on our Facebook page. We are currently still in the development stage. And would love to hear from you. Our podcast will be streaming more information regularly.